Will all those in the Coleman campus help me welcome all of our family from Fairview today? Amen. Amen goes right there. You know, when you get this many people praising God, it just ticks the devil off. And that tickles me to death. And all God's people say it. Amen. Grab your Bibles. Turn with me to Ephesians chapter number 6. We're going to finish up uh, today, Lord's willing. I don't know. It may go a little further, but, but I think we'll be able to finish it up today uh, on spiritual warfare, fighting the devil. I don't know about y'all, but I, I, I've, been, I've been fighting him all week long. It seems like when you, when, you, when, you, when you put something out there, I guess he takes it as a dare. And, uh, and, and, and comes against you, but, but I'm glad that I am victorious. And I have victory in Jesus. Amen. Uh, we have talked about the enemy. Two weeks ago, we learned our enemy. Uh, he is the accuser. He is the deceiver. He is called the destroyer, the thief, the liar. He's a lion, a roaming, roaring lion who's seeking to whom he can destroy he comes as an angel of light. He comes to deceive. He comes to trick. Uh, he is a murderer from the beginning. And he is your adversary. He is your enemy. Then we, we said this, that the enemy is very organized. The, the, enemy, uh, uh, the enemy has a plan. The enemy has a strategy. The enemy has a team. Are y'all with me? But then last week we talked about the equipment. The equipment that we wear. Put on the whole armor of God. The whole armor, every bit of it, amen? In just plain words, I just wrote down on a piece of paper before I come out here just describing uh, each one of those pieces and, and just the way we talk. Uh, basically, he's saying this is the armor. First, you've got to know the truth. Not have the truth, but know the truth. Preacher, I have my Bible, but do you know it? It didn't say having the truth will make you free. It said knowing the truth will make you free. Are y'all with me? Ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. What truth? The truth that you know. Are y'all with me? we got to know the truth. There's, there has to be practical, righteous living. That means doing right. Just doing right. If he is the accuser of the brethren, and you're doing right, you're not going to give him any ammunition to accuse you. Are y'all with I'm not saying being perfect. I'm not saying not having, ha having weaknesses. I'm just talking about just daily doing right, choosing in the morning to get up and be Christ-like. Amen? Then the assurance of our standing with God. That's our footing. The, the shoes of the gospel of peace. What is the gospel of peace? The good news that we're good with God. That we're not enemies anymore. We're on good standing with God. We have a good ground, a good footing with the Lord. Then, uh, listen, a daily trust. A daily trust in God's promises. A daily trust, just, just believe in God. I, I, don't, I can't see it. I don't know how it's going to happen, but I just know God said he would, and that's all there is to it. Amen? A daily trust. Listen, knowing, this is the helmet of salvation, knowing and being assured in your salvation experience. Knowing that you know. Listen, knowing that you know. He said, preacher, I hope so. You don't have to hope so. Matter of fact, you shouldn't hope so. You should know so. These things are written that you may know that you have eternal life. Amen? Listen, a knowing and assurance of our salvation. And then, and then the sword of the Spirit. That is knowing and quoting the Scripture. Say that with me. you got to have some Bible. Satan's going to come against you like crazy, and you need to know some Bible. You say, preacher, do I have to know Genesis or Revelation? No, but you better know where your weakness is. And you better have reinforced verses in your heart because if you, the devil's not going to run if you say, leave me alone. Are y'all with me? We got to do what Jesus did and quote the word and all God's people said. Well, let's look and read and then we'll, we'll get started on the last part today. Look what it says in verse number 10. Verse number 10, Ephesians 6, 10. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord. And in the power of his mind. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand in the evil day, 
having done all to stand, stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, having on the breastplate of righteousness, your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace, above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked, take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. Verse 18 is very significant. Verse 10 and verse 18 go together. All right, let me go back and read verse 10, and we'll tie it in with verse 18. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for the privilege of prayer. Thank you for the privilege of uh, the, the ability to, that you have allowed us to have to come into your presence and ask for the help that we need. And God, I need your assistance today. I need your help. I, 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 matter of fact, I don't, need, I don't need your assistance. I need to sit down and let you talk to them. Lord, please speak through my mind and my heart and my soul. Don't let me say anything that I shouldn't. Don't let me forget anything that I should. I pray that your perfect will be done. Give me the ability to preach and power. Lord, give me the ability to preach in the power of the Holy Spirit, not words of wisdom, not, not fancy speech, but the power of God. I pray that your perfect will be done. In Jesus' name we pray. And all God's people said, Amen. Amen. You may be seated this morning. Two weeks ago, we found out we had an enemy. He is a powerful enemy. He's a dangerous enemy. He's a devastating enemy. He's an enemy who, is, who has been very victorious in a lot of Christians' lives, a lot of good Christians' lives, a lot of great men he has taken down. And that, that enemy is one we face every single day. But thank God he said that we have armor that we can put on. We have things that we can do. We can be armed and dangerous. Say amen. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. But today, I want to talk to you about probably, this may, be, this may be the most important message in this whole series. Because I'm here to tell you, you can know who you are fighting. You can know who you are fighting. You can know everything about the enemy. You can know his weaknesses. You can know his strengths. And you can even know what to do. You can know what, what sword to swing. You can know the verses to quote. You can have all of these things. But I'm here to tell you, it doesn't matter what you know about the enemy, and it doesn't matter how much armor you carry if you don't have the strength to swing your sword. So today, if you will pray with me and help me, I promise you the devil's been fighting me all week long. All week long. It's been, it's been one of those weeks. Can anybody raise your hand and say, Preacher, I'm with you right there. Well, listen, let's win today. Let's win today. Let's get with the program. I, 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 I don't, I don't, listen, I don't want to have to prime you up and pump you up and beg you to get with me. You're either going to get with me or you're not. Are y'all with me? So, so help me with this. Let's work together on this. Thirdly, in this third message, I want to preach on the energy to fight, the energy, the strength, the power to stand. And listen, I've got two points, several subs under each one, but let me, let's just go through these as, as, as quick as we can. Number one, I want you to see understanding my strength. Understanding my strength. Do you know the Bible says that, that my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge? A lack of knowledge. In other words, ignorance. They are lacking in the information. They're lacking in the knowledge they need to have to win against the devil. And they don't understand the strength that they have and the strength that's theirs. Three things under this I want you to write down, if you will. We need to understand its source. We need to understand its source, the source of our strength. The source of our strength. Uh, and, and, and this is why <clears throat> many people have the misconception that our strength is some commodity, some package that the Lord will send us when we ask him to give us some. But that's not what, what the Bible teaches. The Bible says, I can do all things through Christ. Through Christ. You see, our strength is not in a package. Our strength is in a person. It's in a person. He is. Our, it's not what's in his hand. It's who he is. He is our strength. 
but ye shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And listen, if you are saved today, you have the Holy Spirit in you. You have the power of God in you in the person of the Lord Jesus Christ. Listen, I can do all things through Christ. 1 John 4, watch this. Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. He didn't say your power is greater than the power of the one in the world. He said he, the person that is in you, is greater than the power of the person in the world. I have Christ. He is my strength. And we need to get that. We need to understand that. But then, then secondly, I want you to write this down. We not only need to understand the, the source of our strength, but we need to understand that it is supplied. It is. That's the key. It is. In other words, you already have it. I need God to give me strength. No, you already got it. The moment... <laughs> y'all, y'all, y'all are not hearing me. The moment that you got saved, he gave it to you. Let me, let me prove it. Let me prove it. Second Peter 1, 2. Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. Watch this. According as his divine power hath given unto us, given as past tense, hath given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that has called us to glory and virtue. What is he saying? God, through his power, has given us everything we need to fulfill his responsibility or our responsibility to him and live our life on this earth. Say amen. But ye shall receive power. When? After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. By other Bible study, we know that the Holy Spirit comes upon every believer at the moment of salvation. So what is that saying? At the moment of salvation, you got the power. I mean, let me give you another one. (laughs) Yeah, it's going to get better. Yeah. Ephesians 3.20. Now unto him, now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according, watch this, according to the power that worketh in us. Preacher, what are you saying? You already have it. You have it. You have got power. You ought to tell your neighbor, I'm bad to the bone and I didn't even know it. You walk around with the power of God. You walk around with the power of the Holy Spirit. We're walking around with all of this strength and all of this power and all of this energy that God has given us to be victorious in our life, and we're still getting defeated. You say, what kind of power? Let me tell you what kind of power. See, that's the third thing. We not only need to understand its source, we need to understand it is supplied. We already have it. It's already in us. We don't have to. We don't. We don't have to do any kind of uh, calisthenics. We don't have to go through any hoops, and we don't have to pay any money. We already have what we need. What do we have? Watch this. Watch this. Ephesians one eighteen. This 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 is really great. I'm telling you right here. This is this is good. Ephesians one eighteen. That the eyes of your understanding being enlightened. In other words, Paul is saying, I, I want you to see something. That you have something, but you don't know you got it. And I want your eyes to be enlightened. I want you to understand this. He says, that ye may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. Now watch. And what, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power to usward who believe? In other words, he's given it to us. We have the greatness of his power. Now you say, what kind of power? According to the working of his mighty power, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at the right hand in the heavenly places, far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also that which is to come. You know what that is saying? In other words, that is saying this, that the same power 
Woo! The same power that it took to raise the body and the life of Jesus Christ back from the grave, the same power that it took to bring him and put him in heavenly places above all principality, above all power, against all spiritual wickedness, against all the enemies of man, that same power is in you. The same power. The same. Are y'all with me on the right-hand side? It's in you. Wow. This is great. I'm like a walking power plant. I mean, it goes beyond it goes beyond nuclear power. It goes beyond any other power that we could ever fathom. There is no power on earth like the power that's in every single believer. So why are we getting our brains beat out? Now see, I don't know about y'all, but when I learn this, it kind of makes me mad. Why in the world have I let the devil beat me up so much? See, y'all must not think like I do. I'm a poor loser. So you shouldn't be a poor loser. I've never seen a winner that wasn't a poor loser. Say amen. And, 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 and if I find out that I lost, but I could have won, think back to the last time the devil tripped you up. Think back to the last time that the devil tore you down. Think back to the last time the devil had you convinced that you wasn't going to make it and you thought your life was falling apart. And now think about you didn't have to go through that. You see, we can understand it. Now, now it, it's exciting. It really is. It, it's cool. All right, man, that's great. Woohoo! I got the power. You know, you're going to be leaving singing that. I, I, I can't help it. I'll say that. I got the power. You know, I heard that song. I'm, I'm thinking about it in my head right now. I don't know why. And we can go around knowing that all we want. But that's not going to change your life. That's not what's going to give you victory. I, I'm going to play a video. <clears throat> I'm going to play a video. And I'm, I'm just going to tell you, I, I, I feel sorry for this lad, but this is, the, this is the epitome of Christians today. I'm telling you, this is, descri- I, this is, I can, there's no way in the world, there's no way in the world not to see modern day Christianity in what you're fixing to see in this video, okay? Uh, now, now, the caption the caption, we, we, I'll describe it, and then we can watch. Because if you don't, if you don't read captions fast, if that's not your thing, let me let me help you so you don't get confused. We have a young man who's doing some some construction work, more more specifically, some demo work, and he has got an electric jackhammer. Y'all with me? Y'all follow me so far? He's got an electric jackhammer, and either his boss or his superintendent come and he's filming this guy. And he and, and it's it's in a foreign language, so they do the caption, and and he's saying, "Do you do you do you like this machine?" And and he's, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." He said, "Show me how to work them," because he don't, he already knows what the deal is. So he goes to work in the jackhammer, and then it shows everything how long he's been working this way. And you'll appreciate what I'm talking about when you when you see the video. Are y'all ready to see it? Say, "Amen." Okay, can we can we see that? You can get the lights so we can see that. Tihomir, jel ti se sviđa mašina? Jel znaš ti s tim raditi? Ajde da vam pokažem. Bravo. Bravo. Dobro, dobro, pregrijače se, čuješ? I to si sve napravio za sat vremena, kažeš? Da. Bravo. Bravo. Svaka čast. 
Wow. Now he's smiling now, but I bet he won't when he pulls that trigger. He's got the power in his hand. See, that's what's going to bring us to number two. We not only need to understand our strength, we need to utilize our strength. Now, now, let's be honest. Let's be honest. Some of y'all surprised, but you won't be honest. You wouldn't be honest if I inject you with the truth serum. <laughs> But how many of you would be honest today and say, in your your spiritual life, in your fight with the devil, sometimes you felt like this poor fellow right here? Exhausted. I've been fighting, preacher, I've been fighting. I just don't have any fight left in me. I'm trying, and I'm trying, and I'm trying. I know what you're saying about them Bible words. I, are are y'all with me? You can, you, can, you can know the moves, but if you don't have the strength, the moves won't do you any good. Be strong in the Lord. There's way too many of us today that's fighting in our own strength. We're fighting a spiritual battle in a physical way, and we're getting our eyes beat out. When the whole time the power is in us to overcome, the power is in us to have victory. The power is there. We've got to learn how to pull the trigger. You know what? That fellow was a hard-working fellow. I'd say he's a good guy. And I'd say he was doing his best, and he wanted to please his boss, and he wanted to do a good job. And <laughs> but what was the problem? He was ignorant. It wasn't that he was a bad person. It wasn't that, 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 it was just he didn't know. So how do you know? I promise you, if he'd have known, he'd pulled that trigger. And, and so we come here, and we come here, and we talk about getting defeated by the devil, and so many times we think, oh, these are just bad people because they fail. These are bad people because they messed up, or, or, or they're just not good Christians. No, it may be it's they're just tired because they don't know. I'm trying my best, preacher. I'm trying to hold on. I'm trying to fight. And, I'm, and you may be doing it in your own physical strength, in your own human mentality, in your own understanding, in your own intellect. And I'm telling you, that will not get the job done. There is not one single human being on his own that can stand against the powers of the devil. So what do we do? I don't know about y'all. But I'm ready to pull the trigger. <clears throat> How do we pull the trigger? How do we activate? How do we utilize the power that's already in us? How do we put it to use? How do we take advantage of what God has given us to overcome the devil and defeat the enemy that we face? Well, he tells us this. Watch what he says in the last verse that we read, verse number 18. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. How do we utilize? How do we utilize our, our strength? Look what it look what it says in Isaiah 40. Isaiah 40, verse 28. Hast thou not known? Hast thou not heard? 
that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, he fainteth not, neither is he weary. There is no searching of his understanding. He giveth power to the faint, and to them that have no might, he increases strength. Even the youth, now he's describing those who are running on their own, those who are fighting in their own power, in their own energy, in their own strength and intellect. Even the youth shall faint and be weary. Even the young men shall utterly fall. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Listen here, ladies and gentlemen, if I'm going to believe the Bible, when the Bible says, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. If I'm going to believe the Bible, when it says in my Father's house are many mansions, if it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you, and if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. If I'm going to believe the parts of the Bible that says, if I confess my sin, he is faithful and just to forgive give me of my sin and that cleanse me from all unrighteousness then I'm going to have to believe the Bible that says if I wait upon the Lord if I call upon the Lord he shall renew my strength he shall give me power that I know not of and I will be victorious and I'll be a, more than a conqueror say amen waiting on the Lord praying with all prayer and supplication Preacher, what's the problem? I'll tell you what the problem is. We've got too many Christians who are not praying. They're not praying. And when I say praying, I'm not meaning, oh my God. That's not prayer. And, and when I say praying, I'm saying praying before the trial. Praying before the tragedy. Jesus, before he ever faced a cross, he was in agony. He was in the Garden of Gethsemane, and his prayer was as great drops of blood falling unto the ground. And he was saying, Father, if it be thy will, let this cup pass from me, but not my will, but thy will be done. Oh, if we study that story out, you'll see before the trial, before the, the struggle, before the fight, before the crucifixion, before all of that went on, Jesus was with his Father praying and begging his father for what he needed to face what was ahead of him and when he submitted to God and he surrendered to the perfect will of God the Bible says an angel came and ministered to him an angel came and strengthened him and when that took place he went up and woke his disciples up and said hey the devil's coming let's get this show on the road and if you'll pray before the trial if you'll pray before the tragedy, if you'll pray before what comes against you, if you will spend time with God and call out unto Him, He will answer you. Where there's much prayer, there's much power. Where there's little prayer, there's little power. Psalm 18, 1, verse, listen, I will love thee, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my strength in whom I will trust, my buckler and the horn of my salvation, my high tower. I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from mine enemies. The sorrow of death, they've compassed me. The floods of ungodly men made me afraid. The sorrows of hell compassed me about. The snares of death prevented me. But in my distress, amen, in my distress, I called upon the Lord. I cried unto my God. He heard my voice out of his temple, and my cry came before him, even into his ears. Psalm 138, 3. In the day when I cried, thou answerest me and strengthenest me with strength in my soul. We'll whine to our neighbor. We'll whine to our friend. We'll complain about our situation. We'll complain about our circumstance. We'll worry ourselves to death. We'll go to a psychiatrist and get a pill to make us forget about our problem. But we won't go to the only one who can solve the issue. We won't go to the one who can fix the problem. We won't go to the one that can give us what we need to stand strong in the midst of battle, to stand against whatever comes against us. I'm here to tell you, it's time we get on our knees and go to God and receive the strength that we need. Pull the trigger. It comes from prayer. 
You see a praying person, you'll see a powerful person. You see a praying church, it'll be a powerful church. You see all the power and the magnificent things that was done in the book of Acts. It was because when, they, listen, the going got tough, the tough went to praying. And nowhere did they say, take away our circumstances. Nowhere did they say, make it easier on us. Nowhere did they say, take away the mountain or left up the valley. Nowhere. Every time they said, God, give us the strength to climb. Give us the strength to go through this. Oh, Lord, give us the power that we need. And it'll work. It'll work. I can feel myself getting overwhelmed. Boy, this week was a doozy. I ain't going to lie. I ain't going to lie, this was, a, this was rough. Boy, there was times I felt overwhelmed. I stopped and I said, God, help me today. God, I need your strength today. God, I can't go on again today. Help me. And son, I'm telling you what, he would come in and he would let it happen the way it needed to happen. He would let things fall into place the way they needed to fall into place. And sometimes we just need to learn to really pray. Well, there's power in prayer. Some of the first things I ask people when they come to me for counseling because their life is a mess. One of the first things I said, have you prayed about it? And most people's idea of that is, God, get me out of this mess. Listen, I wasn't, I, this wasn't in the notes, but I feel the need to say this. It's been said that prayer is not Man getting his will done in heaven. But it's getting heaven's will done on earth. Now watch this. If, if, if Jesus stopped with his prayer, like most of us pray. Here, here's, here's Jesus' prayer. Father, let this cup pass from me. That's most Christians' prayer. Get me out of this mess. Get me out of this situation. Fix this problem that's causing me suffering and pain. And then we quit. And we don't even ask God what does he want. We don't even ask God why he's allowed us to go through what we're going through. And then we get mad at God because God doesn't do what we tell him to do. What kind of God am I praying? He didn't even help me. Well, let me tell you when Jesus got ministered to, when he submitted and said, not my will, but thy will be done. And an angel from heaven came and ministered and strengthened him and gave him the power to face what it was he was coming to. Most Christians are spoiled brats. We come to our father as a spoiled brat telling him what we want him to do. And when he don't do for us what we tell him to do, we get angry and we get mad and we get puffed up. And we, we blame the preacher and we blame the church and we got out of everything. Man, you need to grow up. If you're going through it, you need it. If you're going through it, God's trying to do something with you. The Bible says that we are we have manifold temptation, fiery trials which are to try us. And the phrase is, if need be. And if we're going through it, we need it. God may be developing strength in you. God may be developing faith in you. God may be developing patience in you. God knows most of us can use some of that. Amen? I told the seniors... <clears throat> I preached to all kind of people this week. <clears throat> Adult graduation at Wallace State on Tuesday. Church here on Wednesday. The Baccalaureate. I don't even know if I'm saying that word right, but whatever that, that souped up graduation service. Amen. That's here on Thursday. And I told them all, listen, we don't like the struggle. We don't like the battle. And we don't like the fight. But just like the butterfly in the cocoon, when they cut the butterfly out of the cocoon to save them from the struggle, they did not realize it was the struggle that pushed the fluid out of their body into the wings and gave them the strength to fly. And we're asking God to stop the struggle and stop the fight and cut us out. Lord, let it be easy on us. And God say, no, 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 because it's the struggle. It's the battle. It's the fight that you're in that's going to make you strong enough to fly like an eagle. When we pray, we need to say, not my will, but thine be done. Yes, we can ask for what we want. Paul did. Jesus did. 
There's nothing wrong with asking God to change our circumstance as long as we tag on that, but not my will, but thine be done. Paul said, take this thorn from my flesh. It's hurting me. The messenger of Satan to buffet me. Three times he went to God and begged God to take him out of it, begged God to take it away from him. He said, oh, but Paul, you don't understand. Oh, my grace is sufficient for thee. My strength is made perfect in your weakness. It is when you're weak that I am strong. When Paul realized that, he said, Therefore will I gladly glory in my infirmities, that what? The power of Christ may rest upon me. Boy, I hope y'all getting this. It takes prayer. Listen, it takes submitting prayer. Submitting prayer. Not demanding prayer. I've heard people say some of the most foolish stuff. I declare that God is going... Really? What chapter is that in? God, God is not our servant. He's not our bellhop. He's not, he's not here. We don't demand anything from Him. Prayer. I, I, I kind of got hung up right there. Here's the second one. Here's the second one. Not only can we activate the power that's in us by prayer. How, how many of y'all are glad that, that the Bible says, I, I waited patiently on the Lord and He inclined unto me and He heard my cry. Amen. Prayer. But then, praise. Praise. Now, Jalen, you don't know this. And it's a little spooky, to be honest with you. It ain't spooky, it's God. But it just shows how big he is. This morning, when I woke up and thinking about what I was going to uh, preach today, I, I, I was thinking about this. I was thinking about having you come up and sing the chorus when I got to this point oh how I love Jesus but I thought with our Fairview family listening it's going to be a little weird for them so I said I guess I ain't going to be able to hear it so apparently we is talking to the same person this morning. I got God bumps on my neck a hog goodbye right now. Right, I'm telling you right now. Woo! That's the God's truth. I love that song. It's just a simple song that just it just stirs me up. It's just a, a, a worship praise. So what's that got to do with power? When you learn to praise. When you learn to praise in your storm, in your circumstance. Paul and Silas was in a jail. As far as they knew, they was going to die the next day. As far as they knew, they were going to be executed. But the Bible says at midnight. <laughs> They begin to pray and praise the Lord. Can you imagine Paul laying there? He looks over at Silas. He said, they all quiet down. Now they can hear us. <clears throat> he said, what do you think? You love Jesus? He said, oh, yeah, I love Jesus. He said, why don't we break loose and oh, how I love Jesus? <clears throat> you say, do you think he said that? I don't know what he said, but it was good. And when they begin to, you say, what's that got to do with power and victory? Because when they begin to praise God in their circumstance, the Bible says that God got so excited, he started jumping up and down in heaven, and it caused an earthquake on earth and broke them out of the chains and bonds that they were in. <laughs> yeah, that's good stuff right there. You know what I found out? Christians in the fight, in the battle, when it gets hard, they don't, they, they, they don't do that. They just whine. And 
they just complain. Oh, woe is me. If God loved me, why would he? No, no. What you need to do is quit all that mess. Just quit all that whining and go to shining. Are y'all, are y'all here? Quit the complaining and go to claiming and say, oh, God, I don't know why I'm in this, but you're good anyway. You're worthy of my praise if I'm good or if I'm bad. You're worthy of my praise if I've got it up or if I'm down. It doesn't matter my circumstance. You're worthy of my praise. You're worthy of my song. You're worthy of my worship. You're worthy of my praise. And I'm here to tell you, God will get to moving somewhere on the inside of you, and you won't be able to stop it, and the devil won't be able to stop it. Yes, amen. I'm preaching. Sit down. Listen, it doesn't matter who you are. When you're a preacher and you're hearing good preaching, it makes you want to preach too. Let me give you something else. I got a minute, 54 seconds. Lay it on you. I was reading this morning. I was reading this morning about King Jehoshaphat. Now, I don't know about you, but I'd have a problem if my parents named me that right there. Say amen. King Jehoshaphat was facing a battle. And he was facing an enemy, and he was completely, totally outnumbered. The Ammonites, they had come against him. The Moabites had come against him. And, and to be honest with you, it scared him. You go in, in Chronicles, and you'll read the story. It scared him. He went, he went and said, hey, he went to pray him. He went to reminding God of who God was. <laughs> he went to reminding himself of what God had already done. And God got stirred up and he spoke to a prophet to tell him, say, listen, don't you worry about it. You just be still. The battle is the Lord. This fight belongs to me. He said, you just get up and get ready and watch what I do. And let me tell you what they did. They gathered them together. Instead of sending out the army, they gathered the choir up. And the choir got together, and the singers got together, and the praise band got together, and they got to singing about the grace of God and the mercy of God and the glory of God. And when they began to sing about the glory of God, it said God sent ambushments and destroyed the enemy. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's what I said. You you might not need a sword. You might need a microphone. You might need to start learning to praise in your pain. And when you start praising and worshiping and singing the glories of the Lord, your circumstance will change. Quit bellyaching and feeling sorry for yourself. Quit whining and complaining. Complain about it. I guarantee you this. Somebody else has got it worse than you do. Just praise Him anyway. My life's falling apart. Don't matter. Praise Him anyway. Praise him anyway. If he didn't save me, he's still worthy. If he didn't make me a home in heaven, he's still worthy. If he didn't redeem me of my sin, he's still worthy. If he didn't wash my sin white as snow, he would still be worthy. But honey, let me tell you, he did. He washed me white as snow. He saved my soul. He's made me a home in heaven. So I got three times the glory to share with him. We need a new clock, people. <clears throat> yeah, I better worry about it. <clears throat> There's a thousand more people wanting to get in here. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> praise. Just praise him. You know the old children's song, Count Your Many Blessings. Name them one by one. Oh, we get so focused on our problems. We get so focused on the things that bother us and the the struggles that we have that we forget about all the things we do have. Count your many blessings. Name them one by one. Count your many blessings. Just see what God has done. Praise Him. Praise Him. Then this is this is this is this is it. Actually, I got two more. But uh, prayer, praise, the pursuit of him, a pursuit of him. You say, preacher, what are you saying? 
Watch this. Colossians 1, 9. <clears throat> For this cause we also, since the day we heard it, we, we do not cease to pray for you and to desire that ye might be filled with the knowledge of his will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding. Now watch, watch, guys. That ye might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work, and increase. Here it is, here it is, here it is. Increasing in the knowledge of God. And then right with that, he tags this. Strengthened. When he says you are increased with the knowledge of God, he said strengthened with all might according to his glorious power. So he's tying in knowing God with having strength and power. Now watch. 2 Peter 1, 2. Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through, in other words, this is the vehicle, through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. Watch this. According as his divine power hath given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness. Watch this. Through the knowledge of him. You remember what I said in the beginning? I got to say this quick. Y'all pay attention, pay attention, pay attention. You remember what I said that our power is not an it or a product? It's a person. Him. He is our power. Now watch. If he is our power and you don't know him, you say, but I do know him. No, you know about him. If you're not pursuing a relationship with him, if you're not pursuing intimacy with him, you know about him. He's like a stranger from this person over here to this person way over here. You may know about them and you may see them on Sunday, but you don't know them. Until you pursue a relationship with them. Until you pursue a conversation with them. Until you initiate a, a re, oh, somebody, I'm, I'm preaching better now. Y'all want to shout with the praise, but when I get to the nitty gritty where it really works. tell you why we have no power we're not pursuing him we're not we're not digging and learning him paul said this that i might know him in the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings i want to know him because in knowing him i will have his power and his strength and his might oh and there's a lot more you have his peace and you'll have his love but more importantly, you'll have his power. It's through the knowledge of him. Pursue him. Pursue him. Chase after him. David said, this one thing have I desired, and that will I seek after that I may dwell in the house of the Lord forever. That I may behold the beauty of the Lord and inquire in his temple. I want to see the power of God in his temple. He says, I'm pursuing him. And then this is, this is, a, this is the deal. The last one. Not only a pursuit of him, and this 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 and this and hurt me. <clears throat> we need a we need to pray and we need to praise and we need to pursue him. But we, there needs to be a practice of faith. A practice of faith. Uh, Mindy, get me a tissue if you don't care. I will leave the camera. <clears throat> A practice of faith. Now, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this, and this is going to make sense. Now, everybody, everybody, don't, don't worry about writing nothing down. <clears throat> I'll say it again. So just, I want everybody to focus. Look on the balcony. We're almost done. I know you're tired, and, 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 and I know your mind can only absorb what your behind can stand. I know you've been sitting a while. <clears throat> but focus a minute, okay? Focus, everybody. Focus, focus. In Fairview, focus right here. Here's the deal. Verse 10. Be strong in the Lord. In the power of his might. Now you ready for the you ready for this? If you are trying, you are not trusting. How you doing, sir? 
I'm trying my best. That's the problem. When you're trying, you're in your own strength. Let me, let me, let me give you a verse. Let me give you a verse. I know what you're thinking. 2 Corinthians 1.8. For we would not, brethren, have you ignorant of our trouble, which came to us in Asia, that we were pressed out of med- We were under such pressure, under such difficulty. It was ab- <coughs> above strength, insomuch that we despaired even of life. We not only thought we were going to die, we didn't care if we died. It was so bad. But, here it is, we had the sentence of death in ourselves that we should not trust in ourselves, but in God which raiseth the dead. Preacher, what are you saying? You may be wondering, why in God's name am I going through this fight? Why in the world am I going through this thing that I think is going to kill me? I'm not going to make it through. I don't know how I'm going to make it. Preacher, I'm trying as hard as I can. That is the problem. If you are going through it, God is wanting you to see that you can trust Him. In all of the situations that we read, God, the only thing God told the people was be still and watch. Not try to fix it. Not try to solve the problem. Come to Him and praise Him and pray and seek Him. When you're praising Him, you're enjoying it. Now, come on, guys. Y'all, y'all looking at me all funny. Y'all, y'all saw how y'all acted when I was preaching on the praise point? Because there's something great about praise. There's something encouraging and uplifting about praise. When you're praising, you're not worrying. When you're praising, you're not struggling. What are you doing? You're trusting if you're trying, you're not trusting. Be strong in the... If you're wore out today, then you're not letting him do his thing. If you're... And, and trust me, I'm not preaching at you. I, 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 I'm, I'm preaching with us. Because God is preaching to me as much as he's preaching to anybody today. But there's just times I'm just saying, and God's saying, see, you're doing it. You're trying to fix this situation you're facing. You're trying to solve this issue, but you can't. You don't have it. Paul said we had the sentence of death in us that we may trust in the Lord. I want to ask you, are you trusting today? That is the difference. That one thing is the difference between pulling the trigger and using your own strength. And ladies and gentlemen, we got the power. We've got it. It's time we start utilizing it. And all God's people say it. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you, Lord, for your blessing, your mercy, 